Welcome back in Scream Queens, Horror Fiends, everything in between. Aubrey here, back with another episode of Killing Time, and I am graced with a great friend of the podcast. I know everyone loves when he comes on, and I sure do too. It's Alex back again. He had a great idea for a podcast. Um, We're going to do each 10 movies. Well, I shouldn't say movies. We're going to do 10 horror movies we would like to see remade. So I love the idea of this list because just like Alex and I were talking about off mic, it's just there's literally it's all subjectivity. There is no like right or wrong answer. This is just like total just what we want to see done. So it was a super fun list to come up with because there wasn't a lot of overthinking. But that was also the hard part of coming up with the list for me. I don't know how you felt about Alex. How was coming up with your list, man? Oh, it's super hard. And like I was telling you off mic is, you know, out of 10 films that we listed, I could delete this whole list and write 10 more films and it'd be completely different and be totally happy with the list. Yeah. So like you said, it is so subjective and there's so many different films out there that were amazing initially, um, or maybe even not so great initially, but if you just put a little bit of a twist on it, it could be such a phenomenal movie. Um, Mm. Yeah. And I think that this list is really going to hammer down. I'm I'm interested to see what you say uh, for your 10. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really have a whole lot of criteria. Like there doesn't have to be any amount of time passed, even if the movie had been remade before. I don't looking over my list. I don't think I've done any that had remakes, but there's no rhyme or reason or rules to this. These are just movies that I kind of enjoy. I think some of the higher ones on my list are really good films they're just a little dated like they you know they came before their time and like it just didn't work out whether it be for cgi or like how far we've come as far as like editing and cinematography and like the the things we have to make movies you know some stuff just doesn't age very well and i think that's what my higher ones are on my list is movies that i really like but just have like this big sore thumb of something sticking out that was not the fault of the filmmaker or the actor at the time more of just happenstance and when they made the film itself so those are going to be a little bit higher on my list but to be honest these 10 movies are just movies i'd love to just see remade or seen taken a different direction because i think mm-hmm. the subject matter would be awesome so very excited to get into this man yeah me too i feel like whenever i made this list i did find myself and i, I noticed it on my list as you said that is these are all kind of older films it's not any of the new stuff um, I, I think that the older movies or the older films can be more appreciated as time's gone on. Um, and you can see how maybe the CGI, even though there's great CGI nowadays, it doesn't make a film. So like, how can we take an older movie that has a great plot line and did a phenomenal job at the time and, you know, polish that up. So I don't That's know. Funny. I'm, it'll be some, some different picks, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And I think, I think the, like, newest films i have are like early early 2000s stuff like i think i have two of those but nothing nothing 2010 and on nothing on my list 2010 and on so anything before then kind of fair game for me Um, (laughs) yeah man i did you have anything else you wanted to talk about on your list i know it's kind of i i usually ask guests like hey how'd you come up with your list but this one's just (laughs) so kind of like off the wall and just being able to be creative like there's not a whole lot that goes into it's just kind of what you want to see remade but did you have any criteria like any special things that you kind of thought about when making your list or was it literally just throw shit against the wall and see what you like the best i think for me it's like what is a film that stuck out that was either really amazing and it was just a little bit older um or could be improved with newer technology i think that was one of my criteria then the other thing is what sucked um but would actually be good (laughs) nowadays with better actors uh, better camera work, you know, a different director maybe, and see how that would play out. So I've got some different criteria on this list. I mean, I think as we go through it at the end, you'll see it's pretty concise. But um, whenever I put it on paper initially, no, I was just shooting shit. I didn't have any idea. <laughs> that, that was the same with me. I was just like, I just wrote a whole bunch of movies that I liked from back in the day. And then I was just like, what do I want to see remade? Like, that's that's why I did. I think when you initially gave me this idea, there was only one that popped into my head. that I was like, that's going to be on my list somewhere. And like, I knew off the top of my head, but we'll get into that one once we get to it. But Alex, longtime friend of the show, you kind of know the deal here. Do you want to start with your top 10 or would you like me to, sir? Cue it off. I think you you go ahead. 
All right, man. Well, speaking of one of the early 2000 movies, this is one I would love to see remade. I thought the concept was awesome. Thought the execution was poor at best. Um, but if you made a movie more like what the opening scene was, um, it's going to be Darkness Falls. I would love to see Darkness Falls remade. I think the Tooth Fairy character could really be elaborated on. The problem is the opening 10 minutes of that movie is phenomenal and then the rest of the movie's nothing like that so just focus on how you did the first one i just think it needs to be elaborated on and i it was one of those early 2000 movies that was a hard pg-13 which i think kind of like really dumbed it down and washed it out and just kind of made it whitewashed and it just didn't get to the level of creepiness that you know the first 10 minutes of that movie did and very very sad because i think the tooth fairy character could be something that could be elaborated on and creepy as hell so mm-hmm. dark darkness falls I'll, always one of those movies that just sticks out in my head of just being so scary for the first 10 minutes and then it was just kind of like from there yeah no i definitely agree with you that movie the opening scene is definitely what gets you and then afterwards you're like well why the hell am i here like where yeah where's the rest of this coming <laughs> yeah it, it's yeah. just kind of like okay why did we do this movie and okay thank you very much but it's always been one of those movies i would love to see redone um i I don't know it's just that was kind of one of the first ones it wasn't the one i was alluding to earlier but as soon as we decided to do this list um when i sat down and started thinking about it it was one that like boom popped right into my head because there's so much potential and just the whole like what could have been and what should have been is always been scratching the back of my mind and i'd love to see how that would turn out nowadays uh will it ever i don't know probably not but i i i I would love to see that to be honest and i think that tooth fairy character could really be built upon with the good mythos and everything like that and you know why not why not yeah for sure but that's Uh, my number 10 what's your number 10 alex Yeah, so my number 10 um, is an early 2000s movie, initially uh, in the 50s, but it's House of Wax. Um, (laughs) I think in the early 2000s, you know, the slasher films were in style. You know, you're coming off some big, big hits from, um, you know, Halloween, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, you know, you've got a lot of different pieces that you want to bring together. And I think they tried really hard to make it a piece of shit look good, uh, but they didn't succeed. (laughs) Uh, When you get Paris Hilton in a film, I guess it just doesn't plan out well. (laughs) That's what I was going to say is, you know, I I know I'm a little bit older than you, but I don't know if you remember, like a lot of the, like marketing for that was like hey we got paris hilton in our movie right <laughs> that's not a good sign like when we're starting and i remember that the only thing they did really smart was they had a t-shirt and it said i came to watch paris hilton die and it said house of wax on the back and that yeah. was super dope but that again <laughs> it was it was again one of those movies exactly like you said there was just slasher rebooting everything which is mm-hmm. so far off from what the original vincent price type of movie was so i would love to see it remade kind of in that vincent price sense so yeah man i i totally agree there now i will say there's some stuff i like about the new house of wax um paris hilton getting the bar through the face being number one but <laughs> other than that it is a very forgettable kind of early 2000 slashers movie which i have a couple of those kind of coming up too man so i could not agree more and i honestly didn't even think about house of wax so i'm glad you said that yeah but uh that's my number 10 what's your number nine number nine um another kind of earlier movie in the same vein it was a little bit earlier in the first two we talked about but urban legend i'd love to see that remade Uh, i just i i just always liked it and i i think it sits good like in the like 90s time capsule that it was but like i don't know just i'd like to see it remade and redone up less jared leto in it um i I could go i could go with that but i do and and i will say this i didn't say it at the beginning but a lot of these movies people that i want to see remade i really like the first ones like i don't it's not like a lot of them that i'm like oh these are horrible i I have to see these redone um no urban legends i really like but i think it could do with a facelift i think you know they could do different urban legends they wouldn't have to do all of them that they did in the first film and you know just kind of take it from there but I'm always going to be here for stuff like that. And I'd love to see what somebody does with that. It's almost like a film with anthologies in it, which I always thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, killing with like urban legend stories. Cool concept. I think it could be built upon really nicely. I know there was like two or three sequels that came out that were just absolute dog shit. Um, yep. I, don't, I don't even watch those. The first one's really good for what it is. 
And I'd love to see somebody just kind of take the reins and remake that. Which I think they are. If I remember right, I remember a couple years back, there was talk of actually that being rebooted. They might be. And that's another thing. I didn't do a whole lot of research, but if I was like aware of one being like made, one of these being made. And when I say made, I don't mean a fan made IMDb page. It's like (laughs) in pre-production. It's like, bro, that doesn't mean the movie's been. But if I knew like one had like a release date or something like that, I didn't put it on here. But I know it's. I've heard rumblings of it and I know there's another one on here that like there's been serious talks about rebooting it and I don't even know if it's moved forward. Um, but yeah, if they do, I'm going to be first in line to check it out. Um, cause yeah. I, I think it's definitely a cool concept that could kind of be built upon. Um, it was kind of the perfect movie. It wasn't as pretentious as, as scream, but it wasn't just bodies, 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 like, you know, a house of wax was. So I, I kind of like the blend of that there. So I'd love to see somebody kind of do that today and see what we come up with. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be a really good rendition again. Um, hopefully that comes to fruition. Hopefully they I, can get that put out. I agree. I fully agree. And if somebody, you know, if somebody does it right, you know, like Blumhouse, he, he, he usually, yeah. he'll usually read people's scripts and stuff and be like, here's a little bit of money. Go make it work. And urban legends is definitely one of those that like wouldn't need a big old budget. It's, it's, it's kind of adult Scooby-Doo. Like I've said before, it's who done it and that type of thing. So you just do it that way. So I, I, I think that would be immaculate. Um, or it could be horrible. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll get made. And I'm like, why did I put that on my list? But anyways, I'll just coo about it now and just see if it ever comes to fruition, like you said. But that's my number nine, Urban Legend. Alex, you're number nine, sir. Yeah, so my number nine is Silent Hill. Mm. Um, so I'm a huge video game fan. Um, and I think whenever they would, when that came out in the early 2000s, I think they did a pretty good job with it. Um, I think with the CGI and just... I think lighting and development and like filming of the, of the actual movie, I think that they could do a really good job now with that. So I would love to see a remake of that, especially with today's actors. Yeah. I, I could not agree more. Silent Hill was on my long list. I didn't put it on here because I had a sneaking suspicion you'd put it on here and we'd get Mm -hmm. to talk about it, but yeah, absolutely. And especially like, in today's society where like video games and media itself and comic books and everything kind of comes to one big giant awesome melting mesh point um that would be so cool and i think the movie silent hill kind of fell in the same like problem like doom and stuff did i think like non-video game people made the movie which Mm -hmm. you know doesn't make for a bad movie because i do enjoy the silent hill movie i don't think it's great but i don't think it's as bad as some people make it out um but i think the biggest issue is like you could tell somebody like who didn't really know the video game or care that much about the video game made the movie just kind of used it as like subject matter so if you get somebody in there that like truly knows the game truly knows what makes like the game tick and like the fans and everything yeah absolutely I, i'd so be into this and people if you don't know silent hills has some of like the creepiest imagery and some of the creepiest monsters ever in the same vein as like a resident evil you know i can never remember his he- name but i think it's pyramid head that guy mm. it, it, if you know you know that guy is creepy as all hell and i definitely agree with you i think silent hill could be a phenomenal movie i think it just was a little bit before its time and i think it's about time now to redo that and give us something great yeah i agree i think honestly just slowing it down taking a couple of steps back like you said and just appreciating the actual video game would help make a a phenomenal movie Um, but you have to find the right person to do that because you can't just you know slap some shit on a wall and say you know art yeah and that and that's kind of that's kind of how i felt about the first movie is like it felt like they tried to make a horror movie and then call it silent hill and just kind of like put that branding in there. So they wouldn't have to really like pay for branding or like marketing or anything. They're just like, Hey, a silent hill movie. So get somebody that really enjoys the game and make it much more of like the slow burn aspect. Um, but I, I, again, I, I know a lot of people like hate on the silent hill movie. I really don't. I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. I think it's just when you deal with something with such good, like, subject matter and stuff that's so close to people's heart like the silent hill games are like it's going it's going to polarize people and it's going to irritate them when you know they can kind of tell what's genuine and what's not so i could not agree more i would love to see a silent hill adaptation that is much more close to closer to the video game 
rather than just kind of like a Hollywood cash grab that I kind of felt the first one was. Yeah, I agree there. Well, that's my number nine. What's your number eight? My number eight. This is the other one that was thinking. I know there's been a lot of talks about remaking this and they might be remaking it, but I, I haven't found any like concrete evidence on it, but Sleepaway Camp. I would mm. love to see a remake of Sleepaway Camp. Um, again, it, <laughs> the OG movie is just like kind of a, like the name says, it's campy and it's fun and kind of has a really good twist ending that like a lot of people know now, but I, I love the Sleepaway Camp movies in general, and I think they could do something really good with this movie. Um, I mean, especially in today's social climate, you know, if if you don't know the twist ending, you know, it's been forever, but the little girl's actually a little boy that was like dressing up and like pretending to be a girl. So I think that could be done very well or change the twist altogether. It's just another one of those fun movies that they could put out in the summertime and we'd all show up just to see kids at summer camp get brutalized. Like that's what we all love. Um, so I'd love to see that and kind of see where they take it from here. But Sleepaway Camp is my number eight. And I know there's a lot of talk about it being redone or they might be in production on it but i haven't heard too much about it so hopefully like urban legend that does come to happen because it's kind of a slept on uh 80s slasher like trilogy that gets slept on and it's a hidden gem they're very good they're very fun the kills are really creative number two is probably my favorite in the whole series um but yeah sleepaway camp i think that'd be great they should redo that yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Um, I was just listening to another podcast recently, and you know, there was a big name director that was saying, you know, how the '80s were so shit on for their movies. But if you really look back at it, I mean, there's a lot of really good '80s slasher movies that you know are cheesy when you watch them now, but they actually have some really good backstory to them. Yeah, um, and I could really appreciate that with this movie in particular. Like you said, it's a it's an awesome trilogy. It's, it's a you know, typical 80s slasher, you you get what you're getting from the name, yep. but it is a good film and it is something that I agree with. I'd like to see that redone for sure. Yeah. And maybe even go like a darker edge because the first three are like somewhat tongue in cheek, not even somewhat, they are very tongue in cheek. So if you made it a little darker, something like that, I could totally get behind. If you're going to remake it, in my opinion, you either need to lean full tilt into the like just ridiculousness or you need to make it darker. And either way, I'd be okay with it. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. You know, the more I think about it, I don't know. I'd like to see it and kind of see how it's done. Um, You know, kind of i.e. how like the Evil Dead remake was so much darker and so much more brooding than the originals. Mm. That's why I would probably kind of like to see if I saw this thing remade. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that would be really good to see. And that is my number eight, Sleepaway Camp. What is your number eight, sir? So my number eight is Signs. Um, Ooh, yeah, that would be fucking awesome. I never even thought of that. It would be amazing to see. Yes. Yeah, no Mel Gibson. <laughs> no Mel <laughs> what? Gibson. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just, I think that this is an awesome film. Uh, you know, you see it uh, progress through, you see the alien, you know. I think if you really hone in on the CGI, you hone in on a better, you know, older gentleman as the actor, you could really make this uh, all over again and do it and get a, you know, maybe not a big box office hit, but I think it'd fare well with the horror community. Yeah, make it much more of a, and the original was pretty slow burn, but like not in the way that I'm thinking, more like a soul crushing burn and maybe, maybe make, make it think about two thirds of the way through, like maybe the main character's crazy and it's not aliens. And that's kind of what it was, but I feel like M. Night Shyamalan, like it just wasn't like paced phenomenally, like the the reveal was just so sudden and i will say like signs was the first movie i remember scaring the living shit out of me <laughs> like it, it just terrified me as a kid because there was some very effective stuff in there and it's very like i don't know i don't know i think signs kind of holds the test of time but i would love to see a facelift on it like you said just to kind of like take mel gibson out of there it, it does lean a little melodramatic in points Yep. due to him um but walking phoenix is awesome in it 
Um, I, I, I think it's awesome. There's a lot of super creepy, subtle stuff in it. And it's one of the better alien adaptations for me. Uh, that's, it, it's so great. And everyone remembers the it's behind and just walks on the camera. And like at the time, I think signs was like, Oh, four at the time. It was just like shit and bricks in your pants. You were like, is that a real alien? Yeah. <laughs> now you look at it and you're like, Oh gosh, I see better stuff on like, you know, Coca melon, but my goodness, it's, it, it, it's still a good film. I think it could be brought into the age of like higher elevated, like darker, more brooding stuff as great subject matter. And I'd so be here for it. You know, there's so many movies I didn't even think about because there's just a million to think about, yep. <laughs> you know, when doing this list, I didn't even think of signs, but I would love to see that. Absolutely yeah. love to see that. I think it would be really cool too. If you brought Joaquin Phoenix back as just an older personality in the film as well. I think I would like, blow it out of the water too just for how tremendous of an acting career that he's he's brought up with in the last uh you know 15 years yeah absolutely or you know he could kind of be like the guy who's like i'm going to the lake i don't think they like water like that'd be yeah. a great cameo <laughs> for him like yeah. that'd be awesome like i i beat one with my <laughs> baseball bat and i'm going to the lake i don't think they like the water that's <laughs> so good so good and i i cannot agree more you know uh lot like he is very hit or miss for me and this is one of yep. his biggest hits like for sure in fact this movie was so good it was one of the reasons i really disliked the village just because oh, i yeah. like i loved signs so much i was so anticipating his next film and you know it was so bad i i couldn't deal with it um but i would love to see signs remade and you know what honorable mention the village too and don't give us a stupid shitty twist like it was make yeah. the creatures real like god yeah. damn it like we don't care we don't want all this bullshit <laughs> off the grid stuff with the blind people we don't want that we want the actual creatures but yeah i i totally agree there and i'm so glad you said that because i didn't even think about signs and i love that movie so very much yeah all right, well, that's my number eight. What is your number seven? My number seven. I don't know how they'd redo this one. The The originals are so beloved and like they're so silly, but so awesome. But Basket Case, I would love to see mm. how this would be remade. Um, I don't know if they would go like horror comedy or if they would try for some semblance of making it like serious. But I would be very interested to see how it'd be done. And I know a lot of the allure to the OG movies is kind of like the not they're not cringy and bad, but they're cringy and bad, like <laughs> practical effects and like the puppetry and like the stop motion and stuff. It's mm-hmm. kind of like just a it's just a nod to the past. But I, I would love to see how that would be redone today. I mean, somewhat kind of got it with Malignant somewhat kind of but it was it was more like loosely based off that i would love to see like an actual basket case movie remade that would be so much fun yeah i think in today's world that would fit really well too um if you redid that i think it would get a lot of traction i love it i would like to see that i mean that wasn't even on my list i didn't even think about it that's a good pick Well, that's what I'm saying is there's too many movies people to be like, oh, I thought of everything. Like, that's one of the most fun things about this list is like, there's no way you could even fathom thinking of everything. Yeah. Um, but but Basket Case, my God, like, especially if they really, really leaned into the humor, like kind of like two and three kind of did the yep. movie. It, it, it could be a whole lot of fun. And it's just off the wall just a mess the the whole series so I, i'd so be here for it go ahead remake it it's such a silly like trilogy as is like i don't think og fans would be angry they would just be happy to see basket case back in theaters so it's not even one of those things that you'd have to deal with a fan base that's like oh no you can't do that like it's not one of those so definitely remake basket case if somebody's listening write up a screenplay make it happen <laughs> And Basket Case was my number seven. So we're on your seven, Alex. What would that be? So my number seven's a little out there. So <laughs> bear with me here. So <laughs> I went with Little Shop of Horrors. No, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's not out there. I, I'd, fuck, I'd fucking get down on that so bad. Yeah, I think that it did, you know, it's a great movie. It's got so many good actors. You know, you talk about uh, Jim Belushi. You talk about... Uh, Bill Murray coming in, Steve Martin. Yeah, I, there's just so many great Rick Moranis. Uh, you get so many different great actors in there, and it makes it such this awesome film that as soon as it's over, you're like, "Holy shit! Like this is so good. I could go watch this again." 
Um, I'd really love to just see that happen now. Um, I think that that could be done very well. And, you know, it's not, I watch it again and it's like, oh, I wouldn't really think that this is much of a, a horror film. Like it's horror esque, but, uh, no, I, I thought it would be good to see again. If Rocky horror picture shows a horror movie, which it definitely <laughs> is rock, you know, little house of horrors definitely is. I mean, it's about man eating plants. So, and somebody going and getting them people to feed them. <laughs> so feed me Seymour. I'd, I'd totally be down for that. I love little house of horror. Um, little shop of horrors. I keep saying that <laughs> little shop of horror. Yeah. It's great musical, a lot of fun. And like you said, it's very tongue in cheek and, you know, I, I think it'd be really cool to see. I mean, I do like the puppetry on the plant, but it does mm-hmm. get a little stiff with him being like a main character. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, I wish this could go. I wish he had more than three movements is right. what I get at while I'm watching the movie. But yeah, re- remake a couple of music cues, get some new people in there. You know, there's so many talented people that do both singing and acting now. It could be done so well. And like you said, I mean, there's just so many great people in the original one. That would be the only place I feel people would complain. It's like, well, the original had blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. Thank you right. very much. Like, but I, I would totally be in for that. And I love like horror musicals and stuff. And it does a great job of blending like the music, the science fiction, the horror, everything. I, I, I thought the original one was like perfect. And I think it's about time that we do a new one and get some new music in there and get some new blood in there. No pun intended, but I'm so down for that. So that's not out there, man. I I love that. I love that pick. So that's my number seven. What is your number six? My number six, I, I did struggle putting this on here because I do love the original one very much. So, and it it has Tom Savini work in it. So I kind of like, cringe where i'm like oh remake this movie but the burning i would love to see the burning redone mm-hmm. um it it's such a good slasher movie that people forget about um but it does fall into a little bit of a melodramatic nature with some of the acting and stuff but some of the kills are great tom savini's working is a1 so i mean if you could get him to come back on or maybe greg nicotero who's like so close with savini that like it could still kind of be done that way with practical effects. I'd love to see this done. I, I just, let's just put it this way. Jason Alexander's in this movie. And like, so that, yeah, I wouldn't think of that when I'm thinking of horror, uh, the guy from Seinfeld, but it's, it's a hidden gem that not a lot of people know about. Um, if you don't know the burning pretty much like go figure kids at sleepaway camp, there's a really mean like janitor there. And so they set a prank on him and he accidentally catches his cabin on fire and burns himself almost to death. And now he's coming back for revenge and he uses like garden shears. It's fucking yeah. awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. But it's so yeah. awesome. But I, I I would love to see that remade. I'd kind of like to see it, like I said, with a little bit less of that melodramatic, like soap opera feeling with the dialogue and the acting and yeah. that sense, because the killing antagonist in this movie is awesome so definitely check that out if you haven't seen the burning it's kind of like a you know a screen queen or horror fiends like hidden gem so definitely go check it out i think it's on amazon or shutter so definitely check that one out it's a great little slasher movie that i think could be remade awesomely yeah so that's your number six yep number six that was number six the burning was number six for me so we're on your six correct all right, let's see here. So my number six is Dracula. Ooh. Um, I would love to see a modern-day Dracula. I feel like anytime Hollywood redoes a movie nowadays, it's some weird shit that was not even trying to get towards the, north, the normal thing. Um, you know, they recently did Frankenstein, I think, maybe 10 years ago. And they did some weird thing where he was, like, killing other, like, gargoyles or whatever bullshit. Yeah, it was like, I, Frankenstein? Is yeah, so yeah, yeah, bad. yeah. Yeah, it was ass. Like, <laughs> I, want so a real, I want a real Dracula movie. I want it, like, you know, turn of the century. Like, give me some, some gothic Victorian style. And, you know, let's hit the mark. Because, uh, you know, the shit they're putting out these days, like, Morbius and whatever have you. Like, they're trying to hit on these Dracula aspects. But let's just have a good Dracula movie absolutely i fully agree with that and it kind of pains me to say because today is the day that the trailer dropped where nick cage is playing dracula and it's oh no shit i didn't even see it yes and it literally but it's meant to be like a horror comedy and i know nicholas holt's in it the name of the movie is slipping me but to me it's like i say that to say this you're absolutely right and it just it just you know 
it, it just emboldens your take even more. It's like nobody asked for Nick Cage's fucking Dracula. <laughs> Who did this? Nobody asked for Tom Cruise in a mummy movie. You know, Dracula mm-hmm. would be great, but let's let's just remake all the Universal monster movies, like in a good way. Like, yeah. my God, like the last Dracula movie that we got from like the major studio kind of like that was Dracula untold. And I was kind of like, Oh my goodness. Like I didn't need to know how Dracula became Dracula. That right. one was pretty boring. Um, it was like Vlad the Impaler time. And I'm with you. I'm like, give me something closer to Francis Ford Coppola's movie and just take Keanu Reeves out of there. Cause I don't think people in Transylvania are surfing. Um, <laughs> every time I watch that movie, I'm like, God damn it. Like he's just, he has such a stoner surfer boy. Like, accent it does not work at all so i would love to see something in that vein i i totally agree i, I dracula wolfman creature of the black lagoon frankenstein give us good adaptations of this like don't it, like alex said i don't want to see frankenstein fighting gargoyles and bullshit like no i want to see like the gothic novels come to light so right fully agree there and uh, for me dracula wolfman any of them i.e change any of them there for the I guess Invisible Man was the most recent one we got that was like, yeah, technically like, but it kind of wasn't, but it was super dope. Do it in the same vein as that. Like do it, do it right. So that's what shit, man. That would be great. If Bloomhouse just picked that up and was like, you know, here's, you know, you get 5 million a movie, make something great. And they would probably be fucking fantastic movies. Well, and the other thing is like, even if the budget was low, like people love these films so much, they would bend over and take price cuts to be attached to a film like this. Absolutely. You know know what I mean? Like I know Savini always talks about like doing a Wolfman is like one of his like bucket list things. And maybe he has done one somewhere, but not to the extent of like a full length feature. So same with Dracula. I mean, it's like, Dracula is like so timeless and there's nothing wrong with Lugosi or the hammer fa- hammer films with Dracula and Christopher Lee. But like, like you said, let's get something after 2000. That's the, that's the most right. like recent adaptation we got. And that's, you know, 23 years ago now. And <laughs> it, it had its flaws. And so I, I, I would love to see all the universal monsters, including Dracula for sure. remade for and sure. I make that shit dark. Like it's yes. it, like the way that it was written and originally portrayed, like it was dark films. You know, if you look back at the original movies, like those were in the fifties, late forties, early fifties. And that was as dark as they could be. Like that yeah. was pretty controversial even then at the time. So now like, let's really, you know, you can put this in the hands of some amazing director, really say like, go all out. And, you know, I think that, we could really get some great films out there, but no one wants to do it. If they think it's too, you know, too done, too written, you know, whatever have you. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it kind of comes from like, you got to have stones to like remake that movie. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. 80% of the people are going to hate it, you know what, before they even see sure. it. Cause they're like, but again, like it's not for them. Like I kind of talked about with the new scream. It's like, I didn't care for the new screen movie, but it wasn't made for me. Like, and I'm not so daft that I don't understand that. It's like this movie wasn't made for me. It's made for other people to get into horror and the scream franchise, a younger generation. So mm-hmm. who cares if the gatekeepers want to be there and be like, well, this, who cares? They're going to be dead soon anyway. So, you know, <laughs> just, just play, play it in the hands of, you know, some great artists and, I know it was several years ago before like they had signed Tom Cruise on for that shitty mummy adaptation. Like they were going to do the universal dark and you know, the Benicio del Toro Wolfman, I didn't like hate it. I wasn't like, Oh gross. I hate it, but I sure didn't like it. Um, Mm. again, like the appeal to the Wolfman is like so much of like the makeup and the prosthetics and stuff like that. And then you CGI the Wolfman, you know, it's like, like, But go in that route. Improve upon that. You know what I mean? At least that was a step in the right direction. At least it didn't have Tom Cruise fighting a mummy. Like, I, I don't know who greenlit that. <laughs> I really Someone don't. Someone should lose their job over that. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. I, you know, I don't know. But, hey, hey, whatever. But when they talked about the Universal Dark series coming out, oh, I was so intrigued. And then they put out the mummy. I was like, yeah, no, mm, that, that's a no. That'd <laughs> yeah. be a no. That'd be and then no all the other projects just went to the side. No one talks about it anymore. Cause yeah. it's like, <laughs> I don't want to throw money at that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tom Cruise didn't kill the mummy. He killed a whole franchise. Like he yeah. killed a, he killed a whole subgenre. Like, so boo. But yeah, I agree with you, man. Like just find, find somebody. And 
that is one of the things I love about Blumhouse so much is like, yeah, he might give you a low budget, but he at least puts the money in hands of like artists who like know how to work around that shit. Right. Stuff like Frankenstein and Dracula, they're really like love stories at the end. So they don't need to be inherently violent and spend a lot of money in that sense. Just spend a lot of money on the acting, the script and bang out a good script and make it gothic and make it dark. It's not that hard, people. Right. And, you know, the thing with Blumhouse is, you know, you can give him that, you know, such a low budget and then all these big name movies come out. I mean, shit, uh, Snope, uh, the Get Out. I mean, you talk about Sinister, like all of these movies are big name movies that have lots of, you know, CGI and, and actors that are continuing their roles within that production organization. And I think that, you know, they would be good fits throughout the throughout the franchise. Well, because good actors, like, it's not about the money for them. It's about the artistry. You know, people like Ethan Hawke take Sinister. They take the black phone because they're inherently good stories. Like, they want to be a part of that and help tell that story. And, you know, Blumhouse has the connections. So I I would love to see that. I mean, I know it'd be hard to kind of get rights to that because that's kind of like a huge thing. But my (laughs) God, I know him and James Wan are talking about, like, combining uh companies and if you put two really big producers directors horror guys together you know just uh i'd be so happy if they could get their hands on it and at least you know something like the invisible man you know (laughs) just even if it has a modern twist to it i'm not angry at it but it was like dark and it was good and just give us something because i'm sick of watching like these bullshit adaptations like you said so i i fully agree there and you know what to catacly- to put it all together at the very end, you know what they should do? Make a really dark, bloody fucking version of Van Helsing. That movie's badass, yeah. and I would love to see that. After you build all these characters, just have Van Helsing come fight them all. Fucking why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? There see, there you go. And then you put all the bullshit in that movie, and then no one has to touch the original. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. I don't think anybody's going to be angry at the that you remade a Hugh Jackman movie. I just- <laughs> I just, I, I just doubt that, but no, I love that pick. I love Dracula or any of the Universal monsters. I have always been clamoring for it. I know that's a that's a tall task to kind of take on as a director, writer, anything because there's going to be so much backlash just attached to it. Period. Like just because. But you know what? I, I I agree with you. It's about time, people. We've waited long enough. It's been like two decades before we got anything of substance from the Dracula franchise. Yeah. Well, that's my number six. What is your number five, sir? Number five for me, and I will say this, Bon Jovi doesn't have to be in this movie. (laughs) If it's remade, he can be. But I think there's a movie called Cry Wolf. I think it was from 05, but it's a cool little slasher movie. Very like whodunit. And it's literally the whole point of the movie is like all they do is throw red herrings at you. So it's so hard to guess who the killer is, why the killer's doing this. It's a slasher movie, and Bon Jovi plays like a like professor in it, which is like the funniest thing to ever think about. Um, but you know, in today's day and age, where like misinformation, like fake news, is like a huge thing, this could work so well. Like it just translates perfect. If you're ever looking for like an early two thousands like Jim, that's a pretty good like little slasher film, and especially for being like a PG thirteen movie. Cry Wolf is pretty good. Um, I think it could be built upon. I think it's a really cool story that could, you know, benefit, especially in today's society. You know, back in the day when it came out, everyone was like, well, that's a weird twist. Why would that ever be a thing? The news doesn't lie to you. You know, and here we are in 2023 and we're like, yeah, yeah, it does. It does a lot. It sure yeah. does. So yeah. I, I think I think it's just one of those things that as society, like we're ready for it. And it could be an ultra commentary on like, you know misinformation fake news and literally it's in the name cry wolf it's in the name of the title so mm-hmm. I, I think it would fit perfect today that's why i put it as number five not so much that i'm like clamoring for a remake of cry wolf but just it gets the creative juices in my head going i'm like man that would be a really good and poignant movie in today's society yeah for sure but yeah, check out Cry Wolf. Have you ever seen that one? That one's like a super hidden gem. I, no, I just I never thought of got it to yet. watch it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it for myself. It, it's super quick and short. You should definitely check it out. Like the killer wears like this orange hunting ski mask. It's pretty dope. Uh, I mean, it's super straightforward, but it's a super like whodunit type of thing. So it's a lot of fun in that sense. Um, but yeah, check it out. A lot of people don't like the ending because it's kind of like a twist ending and a lot of people don't like it. I kind of liked it. It was okay. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, it's always worth a watch. Yeah, check it out. It, it's pretty cool. If you if you screen queens and horror fiends haven't seen it, check out Cry Wolf. It's a it's a good little hidden gem. And then once you see it, you'll be like, oh, I see why that needs to be remade. Um, but Cry Wolf is number five for me. Number five for you, Alex. Yeah, number five for me. Kind of touches a little bit on like the Dracula esque type of movies, but uh, it came from outer space. Yeah. Is my number five. I think that it could be an awesome rendition. Um, as I was writing this list, I was really thinking of this movie kind of tying towards uh, super eight. That was about 10 to 15 years ago when that was put out. Yeah. Um, and that just like, you know, thinking of, you don't even have to show any form of an alien, but just like seeing a plane crash and it's like, Oh shit. So what's actually going on here? And just like keeping you on the edge of your seat the whole time of the film is just making it more of a psychological horror, I think would be an awesome take on it. Um, there's not really ever been any remakes for the film. There was that TV show that was not great um, in like the late 90s, but that's about it. Yeah, and, and I fully agree. And I, I think, you know, kind of in the same vein as like Nope and stuff, you know, I, I think a lot of like horror sci-fi is kind of hitting its renaissance now as a subgenre. So definitely attack while the iron's hot. And I agree with you. I think it'd be great. And that's one of the reasons I love a movie like The Thing is like it's such a psychological mm-hmm. burn. It's not it's not just the fact that there's a shape-shifting alien here to eat you and take possession of your body. It's the fact of who can I trust? Who can I this? <laughs> it, what is real? What am I witnessing? So you're battling not only this man-eating alien but your brain and your thoughts and everything itself so i would love that and i agree i think it would be good so good pick good pick my man well that's number five what's your number four my number four um this one again kind of an early 2000s slasher that just kind of plays a little soap opera e and i'd like to see it made a lot darker and i don't understand why the holiday this movie's named after doesn't get more horror movies because it's like the perfect duality for like killing and all this stuff but the movie's valentine like valentine's day is like so anti-horror it's like all about lovey-dovey and this and that that i figured you'd see a lot more like good horror movies um but really there's just my bloody valentine and valentine like they're those are really the only ones and you know the my bloody valentines they are what they are um and valentine itself kind of plays like a soap opera with killing in it so i'd I'd like to see a much darker version to this movie. Some really cool kills in here. Like I remember the hot tub scene with the drill. That one always freaked me out (laughs) where he like puts the plexiglass cover over it in the hot tub. So it's like she gets to drown or get drilled to death. Like cool shit like that. Um, But the movie itself, I mean, it stars like Denise Richards and it's like, so like over the top and just like the whole cinematography is blown out like a soap opera and everything's so bright. Yeah, so I'd love to see that one remade. I, I watch it all the time because it's kind of a guilty pleasure movie, but this one needs a remake. And I think Valentine's Day, people are sleeping on it. That's like the perfect holiday besides Halloween. You know, Christmas, Halloween, and Valentine's Day. Those are like the best because uh, Halloween is on the fucking nose. And then Christmas and Valentine's Day are so lovey-dovey, peace on earth, and this and that is so anti-horror that it's kind of fun to see the duality of the holiday and the you know subject matter so long-winded way of me saying valentine is my number four i love that fucking movie yeah denise richards is actually really good in that film um i yeah that would be a really good movie to see again and i think you're right i think that we touch base on just you know halloween is you know the horror movie area and uh there's not things put out through the rest of the year but i think that they could branch out and come up with some really sick ideas but uh, yeah no good love, pick. love kills you know there you go love <laughs> kills so that was number four for me so number four for you sir yeah number four for me i feel like my my top four are a little like controversial or some people like the original so it's not really <laughs> worth doing so um number four for me 13 ghost i love uh-huh. that film i yeah. thought it was so good um it didn't really scare like it didn't really scare me when i watched it i think that you know just the the background and the premise of it is like what the fuck's going on here? Like, <laughs> how, like we're just locking shit up in your house. Like, yeah. I, you know, um, they, you know, I think you've got some great actors. I'm a huge fan of Matthew Lillard to see him in a, in that film. Just, you know, I really enjoyed it. I, uh, I would like to see a remake. I think CGI would help with that, but also maybe some different aspects to the film and, you know, making, you know, maybe the house isn't what locks him up. Maybe it's a, something off, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Take that no, with what you will. 
And I agree. And 13 Ghosts, like, I mean, the one with Matthew Lillard and, you know, Monk, I always call him Monk, is good. And it is what it is for, like, late 90s, early 2000s. I can't remember, but it was somewhere in there. It's good. But I agree with you. It kind of has that, like, how do I want to put it? Like, action veneer to it, where it's like, it almost plays more like the mummy, like, action horror action type movie and you know i i don't think that really does it super justice if you go way back to like the vincent price one it's like way different than that so like the early 2000s one was like cool and like some of the special effects and i did like how they kind of went into some of the ghost past but if you're going to like redo it that's what i would be more interested in is like the ghost past what like possesses the ghost to be evil ghost and like try to kill you and i agree that was kind of like the biggest buzzkill of 13 ghosts was kind of like oh it's the house like that doesn't make sense and i agree with you like cgi has come a long way not saying it was bad for the time because at the time it was actually pretty badass but now uh, it's it's a little it's a little cringeworthy um but yeah just get some of the same actors in there and just make sure monk's not the main guy (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Tony Shalub is that his name? Shalub, Shalub. I can uh, I call him Monk too, so I don't even know. <laughs> Monk, Monk. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'd love to see Thirteen Ghosts remade, especially kind of a darker context and yeah. maybe closer to Vincent Price one. That that'd be super cool. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Well, that's my number four. What's your number three? Number three for me, um, is Tourist Trap. I didn't know how to mm. intro that one, so it's going to be Tourist Trap. Um, another kind of like hidden gem eighties slasher movie with like some like psychic ability into it is if you haven't seen tourist trap please go watch it It is one of the more like creepy like 80 slasher movies because it has to do a lot with like ventriloquist and like i I think dead silence was a huge like influence (laughs) or this movie influenced dead silence um because it's a lot of like ventriloquists and like mannequin dummies and stuff and they like yell and their mouths move and like it but it is a slasher and I mean, I don't want to give a whole lot away, but the the twist is like the slasher has special powers. So like it's it's fucking nuts. It's like exactly what you want from an eighties slasher movie. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it could be done in a less like just off the wall bonkers uh, way that it was done. Um, yep. But it literally the name just kind of implies what it is. You know, some tourists uh, get on the wrong turn and they go to this place and now they're in the you know vices of this psychic uh serial killer and he like makes his mannequins do stuff and it's weird it's creepy but tourist trap is an awesome movie that really needs a facelift if anything because a lot of people don't know about it so definitely tourist trap as soon as i was thinking about this list i knew it was going to be on here somewhere yeah i think the mask is what scares me the most so like <laughs> yes. that that just like <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the noise and the noise. They like have this scream. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. And then their jaw just stays open. It doesn't like go up and down. It's like, ah! it's like, what the fuck? Like, I, I love that movie. It's so good. So if you guys haven't seen it, go check that one out. I know it's streaming on shutter. Cause I literally just watched it a couple weeks ago. Um, so definitely check out tourist trap. If you haven't seen it could really do with like a facelift. That's just my opinion, but it's such a fun movie. Um, it, it is what it is. It's an 80s slasher movie with a little extra oomph to it. <laughs> and that was number three for me. So you're number three, sir. Yeah. So my number three, I feel like is the most controversial on my list. Like I put this down and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I don't want to have to talk about this. I know <laughs> someone's going to say something and not agree with it, but I would really love to see a remake of the sixth sense. I think that, um, you know, Haley Joel Osment and Bruce Willis did a fucking phenomenal job in the beginning. I know it's a it's an awesome movie. Everyone knows, you know, the ending, or I sure as shit hope you do. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't, you've uh, you know it's been thirty <laughs> plus years, man. Right. Uh, but no, I think you know if you did it now, maybe make Haley Joel Osment kind of like an older role in the film, um, do a different twist on it. I don't know. I just would like to see it in some rendition again. You know, it's one of those films that we could talk about right now. We both appreciate the film, but you know, maybe the younger generation, you know, if they watch it, they're like, well, this is kind of stupid. Like the CGI is not there. And it's just like, well, you have, you haven't really, you know, felt the effect of the the twist at the end. So how can we incorporate that into a new film or how could that be redone again? I just, I would love to see a modern day twist on it. 
and I fully agree. And that that was what I was going to say is maybe make the twist different. And I think that when a lot of people like say they don't like it and stuff, it's like because you know the twist. Like right. it's, that was such a big part of that movie. Like that was li- literally that was one of the biggest parts of the movie um, from like the jump with the opening scene. So, I mean, again, it, it got memed and stuff so much that everyone like just laughs about now. But like at the time, it was like jaw hit the floor. Like what? Like especially like Bruce Willis is kind of like the Drew Barrymore thing in Scream. Like he was a huge guy in the nineties, and like he's just like killed off like that, or you don't think he is until the end. And I totally agree there. I think either a remake, some type of reboot. I would love something like that. Um, you know, I never thought I'd like a sequel to something like The Shining. Um, but Dr. Sleep was super dope. So it was if you phenomenal. Take, yeah. If you take your time and do something like that, maybe, maybe you know, Haley Joel Osment's character's grown up. I know he looks a little funny now, and I'm so sorry to say that. I look very <laughs> funny now. But, but I mean, like, I'm so sorry. I know he probably listens to his podcast. I'm just kidding. But, like, I, I don't know. Just have him as, or maybe, like, in a mental hospital and, like, trying to guide the people. I don't know. But it could be done, either a reboot or a remake. I'd love to see. But I'll be honest. I don't want M. Night Shyamalan a part of it because, like, he just doesn't, like, he just doesn't have the oomph anymore to like make a good twist yep. to a movie. In my opinion, he makes solid movies, but I'd love to see somebody take this under their wing and do exactly what you said and just kind of elaborate on it and just kind of either make a new twist on the same story or make the story go a little bit different than the OG one. I'd, I'd so be here for it. And it's about time to do it at this point. So I yeah. couldn't agree more. I don't think that's a hot take. I, I think that's a good take because it, it the movie itself has like become a meme. Right. And and that's just because of like what is predicated on the twist and stuff. So I think it's time to do it. And you know, ha- you could just sit there and be like, oh, he does see the dead people and just try to figure it out. So yeah, definitely six cents. I don't think it's as bad as you're making it out to be. I think that'd be a cool remake. Yeah. Well, that's my number three. What is your number two? My number two, this is the movie I was like, as soon as we sat down or as soon as you said, hey, let's do like movies that should be remade. This is like the first thing I wrote down and it's Spawn. Like mm. Spawn is so badass. And I like, think of that. And fucking is so good. Like literally changed nothing but the CGI. And I'd fucking <laughs> love that movie. The CGI is so bad. And it's like, I get it. It's the early nineties, but like with how successful like Deadpool is and like superheroes in general and anti-heroes, what are we waiting for Marvel? Like, what are we waiting for? Like, I think he's under Marvel. I don't know whoever he's under somebody like put a fucking <laughs> spawn movie out. What are we doing? Like, it's not that hard. You can keep Micah jaw white. He can be spawn. Just like re up everything. Like everybody could be the same character, but God, I have, been like and i know there was like talks like jamie fox was supposed to be in one and it's like no no thank you it's not that i hate jamie fox but that's not who i picked for spawn hell i wouldn't even care if they got um why can't i think of his name keith richards who did like the voice in the animated mm. one get it get him the voice mm. spawn but spawn is so cool it is like such a cool movie and concept and it would just be so good right now like now is the time to do it in the height of the anti-hero in anything comic book and anything like that. And we're in a day and age where like CGI doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Cause so many people are proficient at it now. Like do it. Like this is the time spawn is badass. Like I want to see a good fucking spawn movie. Well, I I've seen a good spawn movie. I want to see a spawn movie where not every five minutes. I'm like, it takes me out of it. I'm like, Oh God. Like I thought bird Dimmick had bad CGI. <laughs> And then lighting them off with hangers and stuff. But then I saw Spawn. I was like, oh, man. But God, yeah. Give us a good Spawn movie. Give us a good Spawn movie. Good live action Spawn movie, please. (sighs) That's my number two is Spawn. All right. My number two is Psycho. I think that there's been so many renditions of Psycho. Uh, There was that TV show, Bates Motel, just recently. You know, I would love to see just like one two-hour movie wrap that shit up in a bow and give it to me like uh, i think a lot of people would eat that up especially now it seems like everyone's so interested in like murder podcasts like shit man just put that out there you're gonna have everyone hopping on it yeah yeah and i and i agree and i know gus van stant 
tried and Vince Vaughn played. Yep. Uh, and it was <laughs> bad. Well, it, okay, it wasn't bad. It was good, but it was literally shot for shot the same movie. The only thing yep. Vince, the only thing he did different is he put Vince Vaughn jerking off in the movie. That is the only different. Other than that, it is shot for shot the same movie. So, of course, it's a good movie. I agree with you. There needs to be a remake where somebody takes some fucking liberties with the movie and goes forth. I mean, God, you know, I, I, I don't even think this shot for shot movie though. Like I didn't like it. I no, I because yeah. again, just watch the original. At yeah. that point, that's what I'm saying is like it's literally shot for shot the same movie. So yeah, it's yeah. a good movie because it's literally like somebody <laughs> just ripping off Hitchcock. Like that. That's it. But I I fully agree. Like there's a, been a lot of movies that kind of like pussyfoot around the idea of, oh, this mm-hmm. might be kind of psycho related. Like, just do it. Like, just do it. Go full send. Don't just remake the exact same movie like they pretty much did. Well, not pretty much. They did. Um, so, yeah, I, I fully agree there. And I, 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 I know psycho. A lot of people don't want to touch it because of Hitchcock. But, man, he's not coming back. He's not going to come get you if you mess it up. I, right. Uh, or do something different. Like, make it similar but not – you don't have to do shit shot for shot. You don't have to make it, you know, on the same premise. I mean, fuck, just do it because he's got a, a creepy-ass mom and he's a serial killer. Like, I know, oh, that's I all know, you got to do. <laughs> I know there's a lot of high-up execs and, like, people watching – Here's here's one. Everyone would think they know the ending. Mind blown. Boom. His mom's not dead. Yep. She's actually she's actually alive. And like you think she's dead the whole time because the original one. Yep. And she's not like that would again, like just something like that. Subtle nuances. And again, if somebody's like, oh, I hated it. It's like, OK, so go watch the Vince Vaughn remake if you don't like this one. Exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and just enjoy the fact that we're getting good content like in my opinion, but I, I'd love to see that. I, I, I feel a lot of like Hitchcock work doesn't get touched because they're like, oh, it's Hitchcock. And it's right. like, I, I think Hitchcock would be the first person to love to see like new artists take on his subject matter. I mean, it's not a competition at that point. You know, it's literally just artists doing art like at that point. But hey, I, I agree though. I think Psycho needs to be remade. Um, That'd be super dope. Yeah. So that's my number two. What's your number one, sir? My number one kind of, you know, when you said it earlier, it kind of made my ears perk up a little bit because my number one, it kind of goes very similar to your Dracula one. I would love to see the Monster Squad remade. Mm. I love the Monster Squad. And the main reason was I want to see all the Universal Monsters back. And then I want to see teenage kids fight them like the movie, (laughs) The Monster Squad. That was awesome. Like, tell me a better movie than, you know, do Wolfman have nards and they kick him in the nards and that's all they talk about in the movie. It's awesome. I love the Monster Squad. Um, <laughs> the movie has a couple a couple of things that would not fly today. They, they really like calling each other a bundle of sticks in that movie. <laughs> it's like, whoa, like I'm just sitting there watching. It. I forgot all about that. But no, Monster Squad would be so much fun, like especially if you did it very funny like the original one was think of like super bad fighting universal monsters how fucking awesome would that be like i i'd so be here for that i i'd love that it'd be hilarious and again i want to see all the universal monsters remade so this was kind of my way of like getting them all in one pick so i didn't just take up half my list and again it monster squad the original one is fucking dope people don't don't listen to what i'm saying and hear something that i'm not saying i love the monster squad i just want to see a facelift on it i want to see some new additions to it i want to see make make it a little more raunchier because it was like a hard pg-13 but like make it a hard r make it make it super bad meets universal monsters and they're fighting that'd be hilarious kind of like you know look how well this is the end worked i love this is the end like the humor and everything in it is so good make it up that alley in that same vein but they're fighting universal monsters so how could that go wrong? I don't know. Somebody could find a way, but that's my number one. I would love to see that remade. It'd be so funny. And, you know, tongue in cheek stuff like that is kind of all the rage right now. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think my, so my number one pick's going it, to, it'll piss someone off. Like, I just know it will. Who cares? <laughs> the thing. Like, I, I love it. You know I love it. I've put it on yeah. my scariest films, best written films. I mean, shit. John Carpenter, like, he does a phenomenal fucking job with this. However, CGI today, I think that we could do a facelift for the actors. As much as I don't want to say that, I mean, you know, I think we could we could do some, some better uh, picks for that. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I would really love to see it redone again. I know that they're, you know, they, fuck, they've done so many things with it. They made a video game over it. Um, I know that it was talked about, you know, doing different renditions with it before, but just like, let's, you know, throw it in there. Like, let's do something, something about it. I don't know. Yeah, the closest thing we've ever gotten to it was like a prequel, if you remember, called The Thing. Yeah. And everyone thought it was going to be a remake, and it's like, no, it's this was the story of the Norwegian people that they find at the beginning of The Thing that John Carpenter was. And I agree with you, kind of like the same thing that you were talking about with Psycho. Just do it. Like, don't right. don't walk around it and like, uh, like, just do it. Like, and again, Rob Zombie's biggest issue when he was trying to do Halloween was he was trying to impress Carpenter. Carpenter doesn't want your opinions, doesn't want anything like that. Just make your own fucking movie. Like, yep. don't try to please him because you're not going to please him. And I just, just do it. And I agree with you. I, the best thing about the thing is, don't get me wrong. I love all the practical effects and stuff. Like that stuff's really cool. But let's let's build on that. Great practical effects, and let's just build on like the the mental and the psychological like who is it who's it in what's next and again people like just make more and fun monsters they don't have to be the exact same like the pool of dogs and stuff it doesn't have to be that like think of new and more creative ways for the monster to take shape and stuff i'm so here for it again john carpenter said many a times about his movies don't worry about what I think about. Just make a movie. Like right. he doesn't care. Like if you're redoing his movie, cause he, well, probably I shouldn't put words in his mouth, but John Carpenter, <laughs> he knows how important he is to movies. So like he knows you're not taking him off of Mount Rushmore. So go ahead, try. Um, but just don't try to please him. Just please the audience. Just make sure you're doing it for fan service. And I would so be here for a thing. Um, remake if anything maybe make it a little scary if there's one yeah. like complaint i have about the thing and it's very hard for me to complain about it, it's not very scary yeah it, it, it's very psychological and like very brooding because it's like oh man that would suck but it's not very like scary and terrifying you know maybe take a page out of like 30 days of night where it's like pitch black like that yeah. like that cinematography could you imagine like that would be ugh. yeah i'd so be here for that and i'd love that but i'd love to see the thing remade and again like i was talking about with my picks like that just because i want to see something remade doesn't mean i don't like the original one at all if anything it's i love the original one so much that i just want to see a new take on it yeah so yeah so i agree very much man but i you're not gonna piss anybody off i don't i don't (laughs) think anybody who's like oh i don't want isn't really a big fan of the thing what they are is a fucking gatekeeper like I, I never have issues with things being remade. People, I have issues when things are remade poorly. That's why yeah, I have issues. There you go. <laughs> that, that's why I have issues with. I never like. I never wake up one day. It's kind of like when Hellraiser and everything was being remade. And people, are like, can you believe they're doing it? It's like, boy, who cares? It's Hellraiser content. Like, what are you worried about? Like, would you rather not get any more Hellraiser movies? Like, I'd rather take a swing and a miss than never get anything and never try. Yeah. So definitely i'm never one of those people that gatekeeps now there's times that i'm just kind of like that's interesting i wonder how they're going to do that but that's not me saying oh they shouldn't have remade this movie like no in fact i mean if i would have had that mindset probably the two closest movies that were like oh those shouldn't be made without even looking at or think of any context the remake to evil dead i was like there's no way that's going to work i fucking love the remake to evil dead and Doctor Sleep, that was another one that was you can't make a sequel to Shining, it'd be good. And I yeah. was so wrong. So I'm always here for it. I'm so much like I'd rather get the content and make my own decision than gatekeep and be like, no, I'll just keep watching Carpenter's version for the millionth time. Like, I mean, come yep. on. I, I agree though. The the thing I'd like to see, not a prequel, like an actual remake to a thing. Right. So, I agree. Would you like to recap your list, Alex? Yeah. So uh, number 10, I'll start from the bottom and go to the top. Number 10 is House of Wax. Number nine is Silent Hill. Number eight is Signs. Number seven is Little Shop of Horrors. Number six is Dracula. Number five is It Came from Outer Space. Number four is 13 Ghost. Number three is The Sixth Sense. Number two is Psycho. And number one is The Thing. Great list. I and. I'm so happy we didn't have any in common because there's too many good movies that need remakes. So that's a, that's a great list, but I'll recap mine real quick. Number 10 was darkness falls. Number nine was urban legend. Number eight was sleepaway camp. Number seven basket case. Number six was the burning. Number five was cry wolf. 
Number four was Valentine. Number three was Tourist Trap. Number two was Spawn. And number one, the freaking Monster Squad. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's a good list. I, I do appreciate that we had completely different aspects to all of the list. Uh, we had a lot to talk about, so I appreciate that. No, I appreciate you coming on, man. You always have great insight and always have like your own twist and like you don't just make chalk picks. So I always appreciate that because like that's my biggest fear is like me coming on here and just like somebody being like, they should remake Friday the 13th. And it's like, oh, my God, dude, like, come on. So, no, you have some great ones I didn't even think about, but like really just get my mind racing on like how that could be done and stuff so yeah. hey jason blum if you're listening man you know we just gave <laughs> we just gave you content for all of 2023 <laughs> yeah just remember to give us a cut right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i don't even need a big cut we got a <laughs> podcast of fun <laughs> yeah exactly exactly just buy a sweatshirt right <laughs> and then you can be a part of it <laughs> well alex i really appreciate the time as always man big friend of the podcast Always have great content when you come on here, man. So I always appreciate that. You're always ready to go and always there for me when I need you. Um, but man, before I let you go, you have to sit through it. And it's my cringy outro, but you <laughs> cannot escape. And that is stay scary, people. 